This is a podcast from Rover. It's the Slam Dunk. For a party that was supposedly fixated on cost of living and getting inflation down, it's been missing in action, this coalition. Instead, it's found itself locked away in a fight with Māori that I consider so boring and so unnecessary, and I, I put the blame squarely at the feet of the Prime Minister, Christopher Luxon. It's his fault. This is why. It's not just a fight with Māori. Luxon's policies have unified Māori as a group of people for the first time in, say, 30 years. And as Waitangi Day dawns on us, they have waited weeks, if not months, to eyeball the PM. And over the next 24 hours, that time has come. This is what I call D-Day. No wonder he was so ghostly pale, as Coalition Talks dragged on. He just agreed to opening up a tinder-dry Pandora's box on race relations. And he handed the matches to David Seymour and an only two willing Winston Peters, who had just realised they had captured the PM and were now basically running the show and holding him as their captive. That's what's happened. And soon Māori realised their long-fought gains were under some kind of attack, as was their language, their tikanga, they said, their rights as tanga to whenua, they were insulted. A stronger, more decisive leader, perhaps with a greater understanding of the issues, would have told Seymour and Peters, sorry mate, this ain't going to happen. Over my dead body will I see this. But it hasn't been that way. Now this threatens to dominate this three-year term. But, and here's the utter pointless bit of all of this, it will likely come to nothing because the irony in all of this is that no one but ACT supports changing anything and it won't get any oxygen past a select committee hearing. So you get a debate going on in a select committee, it'll flare up, but that's where it stays. It allows for a race war, though, to flare up and distract New Zealand from the real issues, and all for nothing. But it all seems now too late to back away. The Māori Party are demanding Luxon put on his big boy leadership pants and, quote, recognise Māori as his greatest opportunity to stop the harm, grow a backbone, exhibit some leadership and assert control over the government that he leads. The Māori Party say a legacy of divide and conquer cannot be this Prime Minister's dream. But it appears so. While he may claim not to support the attempted erasure of tatility beyond the select committee, says the Māori Party, why comfortably trade off and subject everyone with Māori heritage to this agonising suffering, is what the Māori Party says. So we are at the point of confrontation that many hope will be conciliation, Luxon versus Māori, at the very place that this country was born. Here we go, look at this. But Waitangi may not be the place for calm, it may not be the place for conciliation, it may not be the place for coming together, you see. Its history shows that it's the place of heat. Luxon is walking into a powder keg, and it's of his own making. I believe he can still pull the plug on Seymour. I mean, he's the PM, isn't he? He's the boss. If anything, we want the boss to lead, not be a dribbler who second-guesses himself while walking the sidelines. It's not like Seymour has anywhere to go. I mean, what's he going to do? Cross the floor and support Labour? Yeah. There'd be a massive loss of face. Sure, I get that. And some admissions that they'd gone wrong. Sure, I get that. But Kiwis forgive and forget pretty easily. I mean, look, Winston's still there as proof of that. This is time for Luxon to man up, and it's no time like the present.